0: Twisted Chamber is explicit and contains details of a graphic nature. Welcome back to Twisted Chamber, everyone. I'm Kat. I'm Natasha. Hello. Hello. <gasps> Happy
1: Christmas. Merry Christmas. I'm so excited. Yeah. I literally can't wait. I know. Yeah. It's so close now. It's so close. What are you doing for Christmas Day? Uh,
0: Oliver and I are chilling at home no with way. Little Dot this ah. year. Oh, it's her first Christmas. And if you don't see on YouTube, her little face. Her she's little making, face she's is on it. She's
1: appearance. Yeah. Yes.
0: So is my uh, super loud Christmas
1: jumper. Yeah, it is loud. You, the last couple of episodes, you have been playing, I think you've been representing serial killers for us, for our episodes. <laughs> First, it was Jeffrey Dahmer, and now we have the Green River Killer. Or 100%.
0: Yeah. yeah. I look like the Green River Killer today with this horrible jumper on. It's, it's <laughs> a lovely turtleneck. <laughs> yeah, it's like a strangling yeah my throat dude it's so soft though it's (laughs) it's so soft but man oh i do not like things around my neck or touching them (laughs) it's
1: like that feeling isn't it yeah oh my jumper yeah she is jingling today for
0: the holiday. Oh, Christmas tree! Oh, Christmas tree! And now Doc. Oh, and now you.
1: Dot wants to know about my jumper. Yeah, that's what she does. It's okay. <laughs> yep, I'm uh, so excited. I think I'm flying out on Sunday. Yes, that's so, right. Yes. That's come. Oh man, that's come around so fast. So fast.
0: So yeah, you so and excited. Wally are gonna be together for little Christmas. Yep, Christmas. And you get to decorate when you get there. I'm
1: so excited. I'm literally, I'm looking at, Kat's got her tree up and it looks amazing. Mm. Um, And I'm slightly jealous because I haven't managed to decorate a Christmas tree yet. And uh, no, I yeah. love doing it. And I always do it at Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, Always. I don't know yeah. why. Ever since I got here to oh. this country, I was like, oh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know, I don't want to cook for two. No, no. It's not that
1: type of dinner. No, it's not. No, well, if you ever want me to come over and eat for like two people, I, I also would do hate that. cooking. <laughs> I would oh, definitely come for, for a Thanksgiving shindig. I know, I know. But
0: yeah. I would, I, you know, cooking is the worst. Oh, I know. Like it's cooking. the worst. Yeah. Uh, I really uh, get frustrated by it. Oh, okay. I do. Although, I do. You enjoy. are like the pioneer woman. <laughs> You're out here making cakes I and do. cookies all the time. I do
1: try. Man. Yeah. I know. I think I, podcaster slash baker. I think that's my new job. Is that going to be the new job title? I think it will be. After beauticianing is done. Done. Yeah. And over with. When I'm like 60 and I'm like crooked over because I've been bending over everyone for the last 60 years. <laughs> I'm just crooked. You'll just have a little hunchback. I'll have more. Yeah. Call you hunch. I'll be like the crooked woman instead of the crooked man. <laughs> she walked a yeah, crooked. Yeah. Well, you
0: could be the crooked woman. She
1: filed a crooked nail and snipped a crooked toe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crooked toes are the worst. Oh uh, I uh, like. I like doing feet. I have a real thing. I, as a beauty therapist, a foot that comes the in. The ugliest thing I've ever seen. I enjoy. Ugh. I, it, I suppose it's a good thing I enjoy doing the feet thing because by the time I've filed it and done everything, the feet, they look pretty. And especially Christmas time because I'm sticking snowflakes and Rudolphs and painting things on people's nails this year that they don't have a choice. If you're coming in for me for Christmas for a nail appointment, you're having something on your nails. Sorry. That's how that, that's <laughs> it how that goes. It has to be sparkly yes, and Christmassy. Yes. And that's yes. it. That is it. Yes, it is. Yeah, yes. This,
0: uh... Yeah, this jumper is loud. It's lovely though. It is. It is touching my throat. So if people on if people on YouTube are like seeing me kind of
1: ostrich out, you know, it's uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to move around, <laughs> I'm trying to not be restricted. Yeah, and I'll apologize for the slight jingle every couple of minutes because I just hit myself and they jingle and it's. It's okay, we're festive today. We are festive. Yeah, we are. It's In nice. the spirit. In the spirit, yes. And Christmas being a pagan holiday. Yes. Uh, That's yeah, That's right,
0: I have a blessing. You do. I do. I have a winter solstice blessing. Oh, lovely. Dude. I do uh, love if this. I butcher it, I apologize. Okay. You're forgiven. Dr. Seuss wasn't really my strong suit. <laughs> <laughs> and this is very rhymy. Oh, uh, lovely. Uh, the child of promise, the sun is reborn. Bringing hope to the darkness of the forlorn. Death has been and left its mark with winter's bleakness, cold and stark. The tides of darkness turn. We know the days will now grow long. The holly and mistletoe adorn the fir tree, symbolizing life, friendship, and festivity. Gifts strengthen the bonds of love as the sun starts to grow in the sky above. We look towards the promise of spring and make our plans for New Year to bring with joy in our hearts as the old year departs.
1: Oh, blessed be. Oh, cute. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. Oh, How do... sweet is that? That's, That's just nice, good. isn't it? It gets you in the spirit, right? It does get you in the spirit. And actually, this is going to sound really awful, but as, um, uh, as a pagan uh not practicing anymore. Uh, I well say not practicing. I do. Yes and no, I do. Uh, but I don't know whether you knew that um, the Christian Christmas isn't actually mentioned in the Bible. Is it not? No. It doesn't say anywhere in the Bible that you are to celebrate Christmas. Well, it, it, it
0: has been retranslated, what, for, like 500 and... Yes. Or not 500,
1: sorry, like 6,000 something times. Yes, yes. Although, I do, yeah, because Christ wasn't actually born on Christmas Day. He wasn't no, born. he was not. Nope. No, so. he wasn't. Nope. So, a pagan holiday was stolen. Now, look, Santa <laughs> is terrifying, though. Oh, no, I love Santa. Santa scared me. I do think that we're as adults, when you're talking to your children and you're like, kids, don't talk to strangers, but it's okay to let a grown man in your bedroom at night sit on the end of your bed and give you presents. I yeah. do think that contradicts Nah, that
0: not really. <laughs> Okay, an old man knowing where I slept at night and that could come down my chimney. I lost my mind as a kid. I was like, oh, hell no, Mom. I don't want Santa coming to my house. Who the hell is
1: he? Oh, okay. We, no. we had a neighbor. His name was John. Uh, I had a neighbor. And he used to dress up as Santa. And on Christmas Eve, um, my childhood friend Oliver and I would be asleep. Uh, we'd often have a sleepover. I mean, we're only small. We're like four or five and we'd have a sleepover and he would come on Christmas Eve just after we'd fallen asleep and my mum would let him in the house and he would ho, ho, ho all the way upstairs and we would get so excited and he'd bring our presents.
0: Oh, would he? Oh, how sweet though. I know. Very sweet. There is a magical side to it, isn't
1: there? I literally can't
0: wait to have kids. Well... We will not get on that Sunday. <laughs> I can't wait for you. <laughs> I can't wait. We
1: have a pact. <laughs> hey. Oh. Yes. Gives so, yeah. Gives me shivers. Yeah. Talking about shivers, though, real oh. quick. So, yesterday... Was it yesterday or the day before? I was in the bathroom brushing my teeth and I felt... A brush along the lower part of my back. No, you didn't. I did liar. in my bathroom. I am not even lying to you. I literally Where's felt... the cat then? What cat? <laughs> the cat that must have brushed past you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was something in the bathroom behind no. me. Yeah.
0: Oh, terrible. come on. Honestly,
1: I swear. I, You know, we're talking about a lot of stuff. Uh, creepy, paranormal things. I think we're no longer knocking on the door. I now currently believe that we have opened the door slightly and we're peeking through. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and shut that door. Oh, no, 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 no. See ya. We're, we're peeking and things are peeking back.
0: No, I, I'm i I'm not here for the peeking,
1: okay? <laughs> <laughs> I am not here for that. Oh, dear. No, thanks. Yes, well, you'll be pleased to know that this week I don't have a paranormal story, so there's no peeking. Oh, okay, that's nice. I have a murder. Oh, we have a murder we today. We have a murder. We have a, I just, I just want to throw out Hunger Games because I'm sorry. Really? Yeah. yeah. You'll get it. You'll see. I've, you've probably, I don't know, you might have even heard of this particular one. Uh-huh. But you definitely, uh, it's definitely murder game-esque. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Hunger Games, not murder games. Hunger Games. Sorry, I Hunger said it wrong. Games,
0: murder games. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs>
1: Same thing. Absolutely. <laughs> Same thing. Okay, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready for your okay, story. Okay, perfect. Everyone get comfy. Right then. Robert Christian Hansen also known as Bob or the Butcher Baker. Oh, dear. Oh, yes. I like, <laughs> oh, no. I love a name title. The Butcher I love something. a title. I like a title. Yeah. Uh, was born on February the 15th, 1939, in Esterville, Iowa. Henson's parents, Christian Henson, a Danish immigrant, and Edna Henson. Uh, growing up, he had a difficult relationship with his father. His dad being very strict with Robert, making him... Um, At a young age, work in the family's bakery. Um, He did long hours, making it difficult for Henson to gain any kind of social life during school or anything like that. Friends and stuff. Uh, Henson was also bullied at school. Um, He had a stutter, which the kids teased him about.
0: Oh, and see, that's so sad, man. Kids are the worst. Kids are mean. (laughs) They are just mean. Like, there's no need that kids will make up like hey some of it's clever the things they make up yeah it is it is pretty good it is
1: good but But at the same time you're gonna
0: traumatize someone for the rest of their life yeah forever by being a little shit
1: yes (laughs) completely uh yeah he had acne as well which made that even worse because kids would just you know they'd see his skin they'd hear his stutter yeah he was just an outsider um robert graduated high school in 1957 not knowing what to do and want and wanting to get a little bit away from his family and his father. He enlisted in the U.S. Army Reserves and this gave him a little break from working in the bakery. He would serve one weekend a month, but the rest of the time he was still working in his father's bakery. So he had, hmm. you know, one weekend away from the strictness of his dad to, you know, go and do what he wanted to kind of learn how to be an adult. Okay. Kind of. Um uh, during his time in the Army Reserve, he became a skilled marksman and honing in and practicing his shooting skills. Oh. So we're, you know, okay. we're just we're learning. Practicing. We're practicing. Uh, Robert also volunteered as an assistant drill sergeant at the local police academy in the town of Pocahontas. Pocahontas? Pocahontas. Is Pocahontas there? <laughs> I would like to think that she is. Aww, oh. I, I didn't love know they had Pocahontas. a town named after her, but how lovely. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's nice. In 1960, Robert fell in love and married a local girl. Um, I don't have her name. Details of his uh, past and things have kept very shut online for various reasons. Um, In the same year, his life of crime began. He went back to his school, uh, a place of torment for him, and he set fire to a bus in the school garage. Uh, somebody saw him recognized him to be Robert Henson and the police were told and Henson went to prison for arson he served 20 months of a three year sentence Um, while he was incarcerated he was diagnosed with manic depression with periodic schizophrenic episodes oh okay that's a combination that's a combination so he's sad and people are talking to him at the same time oh no yeah we've all got messed up uh, the doctor who diagnosed him also said that Hansen had infantile personality which was which was an obsession uh, oh sorry and was also an obsession with getting people back he felt had wronged him okay. an infantile person uh, personality is a lack of mental progress so basically had a very childlike mind um, he lacked generalisation um, and the imbili- in the inability to discriminate uh, cues so he wasn't very good at seeing people's social cues he didn't have that kind of uh, mind being childish as well as all the other things going on
0: okay so what like a little bit of autism here we're talking quite possibly yeah. I, I don't
1: think he was I don't know back then if that I don't possibly think there was a diagnosis for autism back in yet. the sixties. No, no. no so no. that again could be something mm. that he had um, during his prison sentence his wife divorced him So she didn't want anything to do with him. Um, In 1963, Henson remarried and had two children with another lady who he'd met. Um, And then in 1967, after serving a few jail sentences for petty crimes, crimes, sorry, thefts, uh, he realised that he was starting to get noticed by the police. Uh, So he took his family and they moved to Alaska. Oh, a oh, good old Alaska. Oh, good old Alaska, yeah. Oh, goodness. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he started to build a new life for himself and the family, and he became quite liked in the community of Anchorage. Uh, he joined some hu- some hunting clubs and went on to break several hunting records. So he'd won oh, a okay. um, so he distant good. shooter. So he was a good mm. marksman. He'd obviously, the army had helped hone his skills. So that's what he did. Um, his weapon of choice was a rifle and a bow and arrow. Oh, my God. So he was like a... Like a Robin Hood? Like a Robin Hood of the <laughs> Alaskan bush. Yeah. But I could, a bow and arrow must be more difficult than a rifle because you have to get the wind, the distance, you all seeing it with your naked yeah, eye. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. And you have to get close. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the year after his record-breaking hunt, he was convicted of raping a prostitute and attempted rape of a housewife. Uh, He served six months of a five-year sentence. His charges against the sex worker were dropped as part of a plea bargain. Um, He was released to a halfway house and entered a work release program. Again, Tasha's prison should have come into play here. (laughs) Walls are still. You're in there with other criminals. Let's see how you get on. Yeah. Yes. Sit in there. Exactly that. Uh, In 1977, Roberts was sent to prison again for stealing a chainsaw.
0: Oh, great. Yeah,
1: so he has a plethora of crimes that he liked to do. A bit of rape, a bit of stealing, you know. Uh, This time, he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Oh, great. More things. More things.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Why have they not clocked this by now? I know, right?
1: Uh, He was prescribed lithium, but he wasn't required to take it by law uh, after his release. So he didn't have to take it. They gave him his drugs and was like, ah. Your choice. Off you go. You don't have to take it. We're not even gonna check on you. Oh my god. No. Uh yep. Yeah. Uh so uh by this time all of his hunting records had been taken away from him. They'd found out about his criminal record and everything like that. Like you're not part of the club anymore, which would have hurt him deeply. That's one of the things that he loved. Uh in the early eighties, uh he reported a burglary on his home, which he staged. Um, And with the money he got from the insurance company, he brought a bakery of his own. um, And he became quite well known to the police at this point, but just for the bakery, because they would go in there for their donuts. Yeah, okay. Coffee in the morning, Mm. small town. They knew who he was and he was pretty good at his job. He liked his baking. He was good at it. Um, In January 1982, he bought himself a Piper Sub Club Bushplane. He was not allowed to... He wasn't allowed a pilot license because of the medication that he was on. So he bought this plane and was illegally flying it oh because he had no license. Uh, after his uh, first rape attempt on the prostitute and the housewife, uh, he became. Um, an attempt or he did the deed? So he raped the prostitutes and he attempted to rape the housewife. He. Uh, As she was coming home from work one day, he actually followed her up into her house and as she was trying to open her front door, he tried to rape her, uh, but he didn't get very far. I actually think her husband was at home at the time and I guess at that point he hadn't done his homework. Okay. Uh, Yes. Um, So after he'd finished his rape sentence that time, when he was diagnosed with a bipolar, uh, he got a hunger for it and became a serial rapist. He would pick up prostitutes and topless model dancers offering to take their photo or money for their services. Uh, he would arrange to meet them at a local calf or diner um, and he would wait outside for them, making sure that they were there alone. So he'd sit outside in his car, he'd watch them go in, he'd wait a few minutes to see if there was anybody going to drive off or anyone was going to go in after them or if they were going to come out as if to say he hasn't been and maybe get in somebody else's car. He wanted to make sure they were alone. Um, so after waiting, he would go inside for a short time with them, coffee, negotiation about what they were going to do for him, photos, I'll give you money for this. Um, and after a short time, he would leave. Uh, once they were in his car, he would handcuff them, uh, to a set that he would had already set up. So when they sat in his car, he had a set of handcuffs already handcuffed to the metal of the chair. Oh my God. So as they were trying to put their seatbelt on, their hands would go down to put their seatbelt on and he would clip the handcuff. And he loved it. He loved how easy that what was. Sick, yeah. sick person. Yes. Um, I've now lost my place. Um, he would then take them to a meek shack near the aeroplane hangar. Uh, which is where he kept his plane and he would rape and torture them. The ones that let him rape them, he would let go. What? So, if, <laughs> What? Yeah, so if you laid down and complied and did everything that he asked and even played into some of his darkest sexual fantasies, he would let them go. Yeah. The ones that fought him, they were punished even further. He would load them in his bush plane and fly them out into the wilderness where he would let them go. And he would, um, oh, I've now lost my place. Sorry, I have so many bits of paper here. You do um, You do have loads of bits of paper. What did I say? I said, get it okay. organized. It is organized. It's this piece of paper that's missing. <laughs> Sorry, so he would uh, let them go. Uh, naked and terrified. Oh my god, so they weren't even clothes. No. In Alaska? In Alaska, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah, so he would let them go in the wilderness, still handcuffed, half naked, running through the wilderness in terror, and he would hunt them down and kill them. Oh my god. Um, And shooting them with his favorite rifle. So I'm guessing from a distance, maybe, you know, trying to get that one perfect shot again. Uh, Once he did kill them, he would take some of their clothing as trophies and he would bury the bodies, marking the places on a map. Between 1973 and 1983, Robert Hansen abducted and raped at least 30 women and at least 17 of them were killed. Ugh, oh, that is
0: a big number to that's have. a huge number especially for a man that's been diagnosed mm-hmm. with so many mental health problems yeah why is he not being checked on
1: well this is it you know not being checked on been in prison for that many things yes you know he's not just the negligence mm-hmm. against other women mm-hmm. is shocking yeah yeah
0: shocking rape, rape
1: and attempted rape yeah you should be put away mm-hmm. forever mm-hmm. not even being watched oh even my... after that it's the audacity. Mm, terrible. Seriously, yes. Uh, we're now just going to go back a year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to go back to 1982. So in 1982, two off-duty police officers were out on a hunting trip in Anchorage, and they came across the remains of Sherry Marrow. It took almost a week to identify her, and next to her remains was a two-two-three shell bullet casing. So the bullet was a two hundred and twenty-three. I don't really know how they what numbers mm-hmm. they call bullets but it was a 223 shell case bullet um, now her remains there wasn't really much left of what they found of her so it took them a while to identify who she was mm-hmm. um, two years before that they discovered another two bodies first were discovered by a construction crew and unfortunately the remains have never been identified oh. um, they found her near oh god I should have googled this word Eklunter, et, et Kluntner Road, mm. I think. Okay. That's how it's said, I think. Um, and the police nicknamed her Etklunzner Annie okay. because they didn't know her name. Um, the second was a topless model, uh, Joanne Messing. Um, and again, a 223 shell case bullet was found next to her body. The police had not yet linked these crimes together um on june the 13th 1983 a young prostitute named cindy Paulson was seen by a truck driver running along the road half dressed with her hands in handcuffs she was terrified oh my god could you imagine rolling up in your like truck yeah
0: seeing Mm. that like a naked woman running at you with handcuffs Mm. what would you do well you
1: definitely i'd have to you would stop yeah you definitely would stop but it would be terrifying would be. to imagine what she was running from. especially and in the middle of nowhere mm. in Alaska. Mm. That's scarier. Ice cold. Like, she was half-naked. Yeah. Wow. What has she been through? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, so um, he picked her up. Uh, she didn't speak. She was too scared to speak. And he dropped her off at her hotel. And later on that evening, she plucked up the courage to call the police Uh, When the police arrived, they questioned her and she told them all about the horrible evening she spent in terror. She was raped repeatedly and tortured all night until this man had fallen asleep. And then in the morning, she was taken to a private airport where he told her that if she made a noise or a fuss, that he already had an alibi and nobody would believe her over him. Um... She'd also told them how she watched him load the plane with his large gun. And in that one moment, she found her escape and she ran. Good for her. Yeah. Like. Run. Yeah. Literally trying to. Yeah. Yeah. Get out. Get Mm. out of that situation if you can. Oh my God. Every opportunity, fight. Exactly that. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. She She is so brave. Terrifying, yes. After taking her statement, the police went to the airport hangar. They located the plane. Uh, They found the owner of the plane. Uh, They located the car. Um, And everything that Cindy had told them about every detail was true. Um, The owner of all of these things was Robert Hansen. The police arriving at his house and after questioning him, uh, he gave them permission to search his house and everything Paulson had told, them, had told the police about his house was correct. Everything but evidence that she'd ever been there. There was no items of her clothing that was left behind. There was no items of all the torture things and everything that she'd said happened to her. There was no evidence of any of that in his house. Um, there were also no weapons. Um, the only weapons that they did find were hidden in a wall. Um, but he was a hunter. He had, uh, even though his stuff had been taken away it was evident that that's what he did for fun so the police thought it's just an odd thing and this is the last go we're talking about yes uh, the police checked out his alibi and two people said that yes he'd spent the night with them and his alibi was solid so the police stopped questioning him meanwhile the detectives who were investigating the mod- murders of the two bodies found that there were 17 missing young women oh my god unexplained missing women um, their murders were left unsolved, and together with the evidence that they'd found on the crime scene, started to link the murders together. After questioning Hansen and his alibi checked out, one of the police officers couldn't let it go. He wasn't convinced. He was like, this is definitely something weird going on. So on September the 2nd, 1983, the body of Paula Golden had been found again in similar circumstances. So the Alaskan investigation started to look a little bit more closely into Hanson again, but this time they had the help of the FBI. The FBI sent a profiler and he told them that the killer would have low self-esteem, a history of being rejected by women, be an experienced hunter and would have had souvenirs of his victims and would have had some kind of speech impediment like a stutter. You know what? These FBI agents, (laughs) right, that
0: can say and describe mm. what these men or serial yeah. killers you know what they do yeah. what they're like mm. what they drive mm-hmm. how tall they are what color hair they're gonna yeah. be what hand they
1: write with possibly. Yeah. yeah it's
0: amazing yeah
1: i always whenever they're like oh we've got a police profiler and he said i'm like right yeah. just literally that is it just, yeah that's the killer yeah don't deflect deflect from that no that's what you're looking for you need to listen to mm. everything that they say yeah because they're always right
0: it, the science behind it mm. is astonishing yeah and if anyone hasn't seen mind hunter out there oh, amazing it's on netflix and i'm telling you it's one of the best mm. shows i've seen mm. um and it just kind of uh you can watch it kind of you know, they are creating this stereotype with all these serial killers and it's amazing. Yeah, it is oh, a good I love show. It. Yeah, it is
1: good. It and just... I love that they even got it to a T of his stuttering. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, honestly. Yes. Uh, the police had a plan now. and They needed a warrant. This will be the first case to be granted a warrant on a killer's profile alone. So they had... No other evidence. They have nothing but this. Usually when you go for a warrant to search somebody's house, you need reasonable grounds for said warrant. Not Mm -hmm. a, I think it's a guy with a stutter. That's right. So they have to have something. But the police did want to sweeten the pot to make sure that they got what they needed. So for the judge, they stated that the items they were looking for were things like personal items of the victims and stuff like that. So they knew what they were going to be looking for from the profiler. Um, and um, they were given eight warrants to search his house, car and his plane. Uh, the police brought Robert in for questioning and the FBI trained them on how to question him. Uh, because Hansen being psychologically messed up yeah, well he has what bipolar? bipolar he had a lot going on yeah. in his brain uh also most of these killers like this are very clever when it comes to lying well about they're what extreme done. narcissists yes
0: yeah you know that's what they do yeah. and they're they are psychopathic yeah yeah you know and people that are psychopaths they can they can manipulate mm-hmm. you into yeah. thinking that they are good people that they are telling the truth mm-hmm. You know, you don't know what you're talking Mm -hmm. about. And
1: they are believable. Very believable. Very, very clever. Um, The police left him in a room with photos of all the victims. With evidence, circles of maps, pictures of where he could have been, pictures of his car, the aeroplane hangar. They left him in this room with all of the evidence pointing to the fact that he was the killer. Mm. Um, And they also told... Uh, them that they were to lead him in the conversation get him talking because the more he talked the more he would mess up and the more he would start telling them the truth while he was being questioned the police searched his car and they found nothing Uh, they searched the plane again they found nothing and they searched his house they uh, got his wife and children out of the house again it's a very sensitive case he had two young children and a wife how old were they at this time? i'm not Okay, that's fine. Yeah, uh, at the end you'll know the
0: reason as to why. No matter what, it's going to be traumatic for any kids to find out that their dad
1: might have done something this bad. Exactly that, exactly that. Um, They found weapons again, but this time they found the two twenty-three Rugger Mint 14, which is a rifle, murder weapon. They found the murder weapon. They found IDs of the victims and they found jewellery. One of the um, victims... uh, Families actually came through and said that one of the ladies had this particular gold necklace on and they found that gold necklace. They had a photo of it and they matched it with the gold necklace that oh, was wow. found in his house. Um, the FBI also matched the shell casings that they'd found around the bodies to the gun uh, that were found. Uh, sorry, with the gun. They had their killer. Henson now knowing that he'd been caught, he made a plea bargain. He would confess to the murders of the bodies that were found and the rape. But he wanted his family's names to be kept out of it and wanted to go to prison outside of Alaska. So the reason why there's no details... I mean, I looked everywhere. Okay. There's no details of his wife. There's no details of his children. There's no details of his any of his ex-partners. They literally... I think to get him to... Well, to invest the amount and the number behind it. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want to be involved with my dad's bullshit either. Yeah, and I think the police did the family a bit of a favor because because also as well, whenever he was going to decide to bring a victim home instead of taking it to the airplane hangar, he would send his wife and kids on a trip to Europe. Oh, you're kidding. No, he'd send them away to Europe so that he could bring the victims back to his house. And then transport them to the aeroplane hangar. So his wife had no idea. Like, I, a lot of the wives have no idea, but she particularly was not even in the country while this was happening. Wow, okay. Yeah, so she was gone. Poor woman. Yes. Um, so after his conviction, so he was only convicted of four murders, all right? He wasn't convicted of all 17. They only convicted him of the four murders. Um, uh, so after his conviction, uh, the police uh, took him, to the alaskan bush and he showed them the 17 burial sites of the victims in the alaskan bush going with them to point them out so his map that he had uh, that they found it had markers on the map there were 30 marks on this map altogether. oh no okay so, so the number
0: could have been even higher even higher okay.
1: yeah so he only showed them 17 um but there was to believe that there were so many more uh bodies to be found and they think that he didn't show them those because he couldn't justify it to himself and in his own words you can't rape a prostitute can you oh my god you oh yeah you know that yeah. makes me
0: so angry yeah you know these girls are out here just trying to make some money trying to make some money you know they have kids probably kids at home this to is feed. it where's daddy yeah. don't know yeah no idea. Yeah. Can't be bothered. Yeah. Right? I got three kids to feed. What exactly. are you going to do? Yeah. You're going to do everything you can. Yeah, exactly right? that. You know, oh, it yeah. makes me mad because people pigeonhole, you know, the sex
1: worker yes. community. And I don't like it. You no, know, everyone has their reasoning for doing things. They've got to make some money. Yeah. So that's what they're doing. And the fact that, you know, there were 17 uh, bodies found, uh, there were possibly 21 full victims altogether. Um, the fact that those other, uh, what's that? It's four, four or five victims could have been a housewife, could have been a school teacher. This is it. T- like anybody, you know, the fact just that... Just
0: because you're a school teacher doesn't mm, mean you can pay your bills. You no, know exactly that. Well, this is it. Right? You know, you, know, you have to do what you have mm. to do and these poor women, mm. you know, you don't know if they have addiction problems, no. yeah, but no. to treat them like trash yes. and say that, oh, oh well... Yeah. You can't rape a prostitute. Well, this is it. You are a disgusting
1: mm-hmm. human being. Yeah, completely disgusting. So, you don't treat people like that. No, period. And the, and the fact that he thought that it was okay, it was okay for him to rape these women because they were sex workers anyway. They were topless models, you know, they're showing it to me anyway, so I'm just going to do it. Yeah, because that's, that's what you do. that's what you do. You know? That's what normal people do. <laughs> Not <laughs> I know. I um all the victims that were found were returned to their families. So Good. all of the bodies they found. Um there because of the Alaskan bush, some of the bears and things had also Of course. Wildlife so, is gonna take yeah, over. So, and... You know, some of the I think, you know, it was probably amazing that he showed them where they were because whether the police would have ever found those bodies. You know, and they no. have this map with marks on it, but you know, there's a mark a mark on it but that can cover quite a large square mm-hmm. inch of the map that could be a miles long so that even if they went to look for the other dots on the map there's not guaranteed that they're going to find something the worst thing is is that he knew
0: where every single one was yes yeah. like on on point on point yeah i can't remember what i did yesterday mm-hmm. how do you remember where you've you've like dug up raped killed murdered mm. Mm. and then you know threw them out in the wilderness and yeah. you're gonna know exactly where they are mm. well this is it this that's is like, like that's premeditation yeah that uh, oh
1: yeah. you're a nasty yeah. human like go get put down exactly that but how <laughs> many killers that we see when they've murdered somebody and buried somebody go back to revisit you know ted bundy went back and had sex with the bodies again didn't he Oh, I know. When he buried them, and he knew exactly where they were buried. I know. You know, so these killers—they know where they're burying. It's them like a they... trophy for them, and it's—it's it's very mm.
0: strange that in that—in that trauma, mm. you can remember that mm. much. Mm. I think it's—it is amazing what the brain will let you remember and let you not remember. Yes, very much so. Um, but if you're my memory, nothing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and mine too. Yes. <laughs> On February the eighteenth, nineteen eighty four, Henson was found guilty and sentenced to life in prison, uh, plus four hundred and sixty one years. Yeah, see you later. I know. Bye. Yeah, I love the way that they're like, we're just gonna add like nine hundred years. Yeah. Just you're in, you're not coming out. Yeah, you're in there. Like you're never Never ever gonna come out ever again. Good. Yes, Uh, he was first sent to the United States Penitentiary, Penitentiary. Thank you, Um, in Lewisburg, Pennsylvania, before being moved back to Alaska and sent to Lemon Creek Correctional Center. Then he was moved to Spring Creek Correctional Correctional Ah,
0: Correctional. There we
1: go, Center. Um, on May the 11th, 2014, he was moved to Anchorage Correctional Center to have medical attention for an undisclosed health condition. Hanson died on August the 4th, uh, August 21st, nine... Oh my goodness oh, me. Oh man, she's
0: stuttering. Oh,
1: I've got a real bad tongue tie. Oh. That's really awful. Um, let me start that Guess sentence Guess who that again. is. Oh, you guys are <laughs> talking about him. Um, Hanson died on August 21st, 2014 at the Alaskan Regional Hospital due to an undisclosed health condition uh, illness he had a do not resuscitate on his file good they shouldn't be allowed to do not resuscitate these murderers if they've murdered somebody and they need medical treatment give that to someone else you know after a certain number I think they should just
0: look in the room and go ah shame (laughs) you know? I mean it. Yeah, I'm the oh, same. Aw, shame. Yeah, I'm the same. We're not going in there trying to resuscitate you. No, no. 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 If you're dying from mm. a natural cause, you're going to be in there and mm. you're going to die from it. Yeah, exactly that. And you're not going to get medical attention that other people can use. Yeah, exactly. Give you've, it to someone else. You've murdered 17 people, yeah. raped and murdered and killed them. The poor, you're yeah. a piece of shit. Absolutely. And you deserve shit. to die. Yes,
1: <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I'm not harsh at all. No, well, I, I agree. I do, well, I agree and I disagree at the same time. I agree because I feel like the death penalty is too easy. I feel like the death penalty is far too easy for some of these people because they don't have to suffer anymore. They have put all of this suffering on other people and then they're gonna have a little injection and just go to sleep forever. Who knows where they go when they die? Uh, well, yeah, of course. You know, of to course. me, shove them in a hole. You know, they used to have chain gangs back in the day, didn't they? They used to chain them up, dig the railroads or whatever it is they used to dig. Well, put them to work. That's what they do now. Yeah. Put them. That's what they do. Yeah. Well, do something. They can give them a toothbrush and they can brush the stones, little mini stones on the ground. I'm sure that is exactly what they do
0: in most places. Okay, fine. True. I'm happy with that. Good prison system is fucked and then
1: they get put in the cell with some big dude named Dean yeah
0: Like that sublime song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Excuse yeah. me.
1: Yeah. So I do. I do feel like death is far too easy out. for And some sometimes, of these people. yes, it is. Yes,
0: it is. Uh, yeah. But when it comes to natural causes, like Hanson, yeah, uh, they should have just watched. Yeah, they should have done. <laughs> yeah, let
1: him just do suffering. You know,
0: peep around the corner yeah. just to be like, mm. oh shame. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But can you like the girls that were in the plane thinking that oh he God. let them go and they were running for freedom or whatever they were running to hear, and it misses. So immediately oh you know my. you're being shot at. Yeah. It it oh I can't. It like makes me panic
0: mm. because I know that that see and this is where I come from in this paranormal real life scary. Okay. Right? This is scary. Yes, because this was an actual mm. living human being. Mm-hmm. Yes, that has done this to a, a separate gender. Mm. Right, just because of what? Sex? Sex? Really? Rejection? Really? Rejection? Yeah. You petty motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes, it would have you been. You are an absolute loser. Mm. You're a loser. Yeah. What is this? Mm. Honestly, I can't. It yes. makes me, It does make me angry, mm. for those girls that were Completely. absolutely terrified. terrified.
1: Yeah, and some of them were as young as seventeen years old. Oh my god, you babies, know, babies, just yeah, young girls. Again,
0: seventeen. That ins- is not. That's not a prostitute. So mm-hmm. even him saying, mm-hmm.
1: you know, oh well, they're just prostitutes. Who yeah, cares? Yeah. That's, That's not true. That's a 17 year old child. Although, 17 year old child back then might have been a prostitute. When you say back then, it wasn't that long ago. 60s, 70s, and 80s. I'm telling you, that's yeah. not that long ago. Well no, it's not that long ago, but in the 70s there were some very young prostitutes out there. Well, yes. Kids run away from home. Of course, yeah.
0: the 70s was everyone ran away from home. Yeah, everyone was traveling around. You know, doing them. the doing the devil's yeah. lettuce, yes. you know. Yeah. Devil's lettuce. Good old devil's lettuce.
1: <laughs> 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 I love the devil's yes. letters. That's my favourite. Yeah. Well I what I the other day somebody said that something at any one time there is something ridiculous amount number of serial killers doing their thing. Like I think it was like six serial killers at us at one time, like in our year, mm-hmm. for instance, that right now there are six serial killers out there killing their first victims. Or planning to kill their first victims. It is nuts, yeah. though. It's crazy. Yeah, but don't
0: you, like... I don't know about you, right, mm, yeah. or any
1: of you guys out there,
0: mm. but do you guys just go and, like, sit at a mall just to watch people? Yeah, I do. And think, what do they go home to? <laughs> yes. What's their life like? Mm. Is it, like... You know, you just... My mm. thought process yeah. goes, yeah. but I
1: do love to people watch. I like to people watch, too. And it and it's also that thought that, you know... hit. His wife, for whatever reason, she obviously loved him. She married him and had two children with him. Yeah, but
0: thinking that your husband at home, right, has yeah. sent you on this lovely holiday, <laughs> right? She's living her best life, yeah. right? She might feel like she's in love. Could mm. you imagine getting a phone call like that? Yeah. I'd lose my mind. You just You just don't know. You
1: like, don't I would know.
0: lose my mind mm. because they were together for a while. Yeah. Could you imagine mm. if I got a phone call like that? Oh, my God. I'd be more scared. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'd be more scared for him because of what I'm going to do. I going to say, he's probably <laughs> better off in prison. <laughs> well, I'm going to do, right? Because, yeah, it, the the concept, right, is insane, yes. Yes. right? To think that your husband is doing that shit behind mm. your back. Mm. Right? Yeah. You see all these, you know, the cheating. Like TikTok is the worst for like people cheating videos. Oh, it's videos, terrible. Right? Yes. It's horrible. Yes. Right? So fucking wrong. Yeah. Right? But, right, it's insane to think, oh, no, your husband's not just cheating. He's kidnapping, mm. raping, and mm. killing mm. many women. Yeah. That's on a different level of, mm. oh my God. Yeah, completely like. Not- but not me? Yeah. That must be such a mindfuck to mm. go, but what about me? Yeah. Why was it not me? Um, and mm. what about our two girls? Mm-hmm. Is that what you think mm. our two
1: girls are? Mm. Trash? Mm. That it's it's yeah it's insane it's a thinker it for is sure. a thinker and I remember when um I watched the Ted I watched uh the Ted Bundy one with his with his wife and the daughter they did one on the girlfriend the girlfriend sorry they did one on um Amazon, On Amazon Prime yeah which was the out of all the uh, Ted Bundy things I've seen that was quite a good one and she said that now looking back at their relationship she could see when he was going to kill because he would get antsy he would get a bit aggressive he would get very restless and then he'd be like oh i'm go i'm off away for the weekend or whatever and then he would go and then he would come back and he would be her husband again mm. so now looking back she said she could see it but when you're in that situation you you don't know because that's normal behavior. That is what your husband does. Well, there's there's another show
0: out there mm. called. Uh, man, it just went past my brain. Oh, oh no! I hate it when that happens. The fun. devil, you know. That's oh, okay. It. The devil, you know.
1: Okay. It's
0: it's insane. Wow. It's like girlfriends, boyfriends, husbands, you know, wives and. It, it's a really good show so if you guys haven't seen that it is worth a watch for okay. sure it's worth a watch you'll have to find I've it I'll find it. it on YouTube okay um, but it's it's a good one because okay. all these people are with these people mm. and they don't know who that person is and right. it could be 15 20 50 years later of finding out mm. that your other half is done something like so malicious
1: and so violent Yes, that's violent it's the violence yes i would struggle with that would be a struggle for me even if it was a gbh abh or uh you know something that didn't get them sent to prison for a long time—that violence—and then to be like, "Oh, darling, I love you." Yeah, see, that—that's <laughs> that's on another level of yeah. scary.
0: That, yeah. How you can decompartmentalize? De-compart Ooh, Ooh, look words, at me! Look words. at me. Um, I still can't say it straight. Um, but yeah, you put it in different boxes, don't you? Yeah. And it's very interesting how they can put it. In a different box go home and be Mm. like oh sweetie i love you so much Mm. yeah i've just spent three hours raping another woman and then shot her Mm. and buried her outside what is wrong with people
1: what is wrong Uh, (laughs) well we're about we're gonna find out in twisted chamber (laughs) these people are
0: crazy (laughs) they are crazy
1: and it's scary that as you say that in amongst us, everyday living, the person that comes and has their hair cut with you, the person now that look. decides to... <laughs> now look. I'm not going to lie to
0: you, right? That terrifies me. Mm. Yeah. But I don't have a day where I don't think about it. Okay. Never. Never yeah. have I ever. I think no. it's a woman thing. Yes. I really do. I think women watch these things mm. to get... Uh, self-preservation some knowledge <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes right yes to, to know maybe what to do mm. in the panic
1: mm. yeah um, and mm. yeah it's just it's scary and actually doing this case when I was because when where we park where we work we have a five ten minute walk to the car mm-hmm. and at night time it's pretty dark it's you know the road is a bit busy but it, it's it can be quite dark especially that bush bit it's where the it's the worst it's the worst And I have to think to myself, I'm walking down there and I'm like, if somebody wanted to kidnap me, they would kidnap me. There would be nothing I could do about it right now. If somebody... I don't know if someone tried to kidnap me, I'm going to knife you. (laughs) Right? Because every time
0: I walk, right, my keys are in my fist. I'm ready. I am ready to fight. Yeah. Every time I walk to the car. Oh,
1: I'm I'm ready to fight. Never,
0: ever have I walked to my car without my keys and my Mm. fist going... All right, motherfucker, I'm ready.
1: I'm ready. I'm <laughs> like, ready to fight. But if a six foot five burly man wanted to pick I'm gonna me go off your the nuts. street. <laughs> then I'm going to go for your nuts. I feel like you have a good opportunity
0: to take me. Well, I'm going to hope and pray that never happens. I'm hoping and
1: praying it never because happens. Because I'll
0: find you. <laughs> <laughs> I you know, will find you, Natasha. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Thank I'll, you. I'll be all taken and
1: shit. I'll be Liam Nelson. <laughs> Right. Yes. But I do, I do in scenarios, in situations, I do often wonder how many, like yourself, I've got my keys in my hand. I'm going to go for his nuts. A guy comes up behind you, pulls up in a van, caught by surprise. I just, yeah. And one of my clients Mm. told me when she lived in Canada Mm. that she was walking along the road and she... A car pulled up next to her. She didn't notice because she was just walking home. And he opened the boot of his car. Again, she was walking. So she kind of looked, was a bit like, oh, that's a bit weird, but carried on walking. He pulled her into the back of her car, his car. Uh, he put his arm around her neck and almost got her in the trunk of his car. And if it wasn't for an actual another car coming around the corner and him getting shocked, she had a split second and she took it and she ran and just knocked on some random person's door. And luckily, that person was in. Because mm. she said, if he had taken her, I you don't know what would have happened to her. Well, I feel you on that story. <laughs> I have also had a story like that with have me you? in my life. Have yes, you? I have. Yeah. Okay. And I don't
0: like it. Okay. Um, I don't know if I should share it on this
1: Twisted Chamber okay. or not. Well, that's up to you. You buddy. know, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. You. Now I feel I need to ask you. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Really? I'll just give you a summary. Dude. Okay. 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 I worked at a mall. Yeah. Right. And it was it was Chris. It was during Christmas time. Mm. Right. And we weren't allowed to park close to the door of this massive mall. It's huge. Okay. So we had to park in the very back where they had parking structures. Okay. And it was a three-story parking structure. Mm. Right. So it's big. Mm. And it was late at night. It was nine o'clock at night. And i went to go up the stairs and it's like circular stairs all the mm. way up and i go up the first one and out of the corner of my eye i see look i see a guy in a fucking trench coat oh right? my gosh it was a fucking trench coat and i kind of thought to myself right <laughs> where i was like you know what do i do in this situation am mm. i just judging him because he's wearing a trench coat <laughs> always judge right You're judging because the guy looks like a dick in a trench coat, (laughs) right, at night, okay? Yes. So I go up the other flight of stairs, and he comes up the next flight of stairs. Oh, And then I get to the top, and he's up, like, up following me up to the very top, which was staff only, Oh, basically. <gasps> it was staff only. Yeah. And I had asked the security guards, which were pointless. Of course, they were. Um, uh, to make sure that on every hour, there's mm. somebody up there. Because mm. people get off work, mm. so we need to have security. Well, there's none. Of course. So I grabbed my phone and did the obvious thing, mm. and I called uh, my bestie. Mm. I called my best friend, Eddie, mm. and I was like, hey, bro, like... I'm going to meet you at the car. Uh, Mm. You know, I'm right here. I can see, like, I can see you. Mm. So that he could hear me from behind. Yes. Well, his feet quickened. (gasps) And I ran. I ran. I didn't want to look behind me. His feet quickened. I ran to my car, opened my car, slammed the door. Mm. And in my rearview mirror, he looked at me and then beelined it to the other side Mm. of the parking lot. Oh, God. And I was like, what the fuck was that? Was he chasing me? Because let me tell you women, okay? Let me tell you all you women out there, right? Or any men or I don't care, yeah. right? If you have been followed or chased by mm. someone, mm. you know that you've been chased by someone yes. because you can hear their footsteps yeah, behind you. you. Yeah. You're in a parking lot in a trench coat, bro. Yeah. I don't want to have any part of I don't want you to walk past me. No. I want to get so, I want to get to my car yeah. and I want to lock the door. Yeah. Um, so I like pulled out like really quickly and he had parked on the opposite side of me, Wow! four cars down and he had his trunk open (gasps) and he looked at me and he nodded his head. I cannot tell you, I couldn't drive. I had to drive. I sped off, pulled my car into Target at the time, which was literally right across from the mall. Uh, sat at Target, called Eddie again because he's like, "Hey, dude, like, sorry, I missed your call." And I'm like, hysterical crying. And they, well, my my friends, they mm-hmm. went up and they like circled with, you know, things. Right? They circled looking for this guy in this yeah. car, couldn't find him. But th- there were people that went missing where I mm-hmm. went, where I was, and in. Mm-hmm where the place I grew up in Riverside. Wow. So there was a girl that had gotten kidnapped. Oh, God. Like months after that, it I'm telling you. It's terrifying. you have to follow your gut yeah, you do. because the entire time that whole thing happened, you're mm. going, "No way." Mm. <laughs> no way. That's not happening right now. Yeah. You know, this guy is not chasing me in a parking lot. No way. You know, I just didn't want to look behind me. No, of course not. You just, because you want to just get yeah. to
1: where you need to get to. Yeah. You don't need confirmation that someone's actually no. chasing you. You just need to book it and run. Run. Yeah. Yeah. So I ran. Oh, God, buddy.
0: Oh, no. How awful. Yeah. That's I was terrifying. Oh, my God. I was, what, 17, 18? Maybe 17 at the time. And that's young. Yeah. 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 I was young. Scary. Yeah. But, you know, my bestie came and there you go. tried to help me. <laughs> yeah. You know? But yeah, that's so, that's uh, that's my little real life little story, life. everyone. Yes, hope you enjoyed that that
1: real life scare. Yes. Oh Jesus! It is. Yeah, you can have a ghost, but an actual human that you can't just say a spell at or throw some herbs on that they'll go away. They won't go away. They will keep coming. I will shank 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 shank
0: shank <laughs> shank shank. Okay. <laughs> Don't mess with me. I got my keys. That's right. Well, everyone. Yes. uh, Thank you, inmates, for stopping in on this Christmas episode. Have a lovely Christmas, everybody. Uh, Yes. And New Year. Because we will be back
1: in sometime in January. Yes, we will. Yeah, we will. We're having a little break so you can enjoy your holidays and Christmas time. And yeah, we'll be back in January. Yes. Yes. I'm excited. Very excited. For this new year. (laughs) new year new horrible twisted things twisted things (laughs) yes right then we will let you go now and next time you might not be so lucky see ya bye